She felt a hand on her shoulder, shaking her, and the voice got more insistent. Miss, can you hear me? Are you injured? Then she saw him, a smear of a yellow high-vis jacket, short brown hair in a buzz cut, pink skin, a tiny smudge of dry shaving cream behind his ear. She shrugged him off. She felt sick and her head was screaming, as if the worst hangovers of her life had all got together and flash-mobbed her frontal lobes. "'What's your name, love?' he said, leaning so close she could smell the coffee on his breath. "'Can you tell me your name?' "'Ruth,' she said. He seemed reassured. "'Great, Ruth. Well done. Now, are you injured?' He kept his eyes on her, waiting for her to reply, but murmuring into the radio on his lapel at the same time. Female, early twenties, conscious and talking. No, I'm okay, Ruth said, guessing. Someone shouted a little way off, and High Viz's head flicked up. Just stay here, don't try and move, I'll be back. He got up and headed towards the other voice out of her blurred field of vision. That's fine, she thought. Take your time. I don't think I'm going anywhere just yet. I'm not drunk. I'm not in a hospital. Think, Ruth. It was like trying to see your reflection in a tiny mirror. You could catch a glimpse of little bits, each fractured image neat and pin-sharp, but they didn't add up to a whole picture. Not yet. One thing at a time. She was sitting on a black-and-white tiled floor, her legs half under her, leaning against a purple velvet bonquette. The sorts stuffed very tight with the buttons driven down deep into the plush. Not at home in Broccoli, then. Not that Broccoli was really home yet. She'd only been there three months, a baby Londoner still getting used to the commute into Green Park. The weekend she spent walking, trying to learn the city through her feet, She'd done Spitalfields and the West End from Piccadilly to Tottenham Court Road a couple of times, been to the National Gallery, the Tate Modern twice, and the British Museum. Around her own patch in south-east London, she'd covered Peckham and Dulwich. The rest of the lonely city was still vast and uncharted. There'd be dragons. A memory, a flash, a hot roar, and then the sound of shattering glass falling in a thin rain... She blinked again. She had something in her eyes and her skin felt gritty. Where High Viz Man had been blocking her view, she could now see a chair on its side, one of those bistro ones with a curved back and a wicker seat, and an overturned table with a veined marble top. She tried moving her head. The world lurched, and a sudden wave of nausea made her close her eyes again. Bits of her body seemed to be clamouring for her brain's attention, overloading her. The cold of the tiled floor through her jeans, a slow boom of a headache radiating out like shockwaves from the centre of her skull, a metallic taste in her mouth, a pressure in her side, and a sharp concentration of pain in her left hand. She opened her eyes, looked at it lying in her lap and turned it upwards. Her palm was smeared with cream, and she could see a narrow fissure of blood, a long knife-like swipe from her index finger to her wrist. It looked deep, starting to blossom with blood, so it must have just happened, whatever it was. 
She fluttered her fingertips and registered they were still working through the resulting lurch of hurt. The flurry of pain flowed up her arm and got lost in the booming ripples in her skull. Don't throw up. She needed something to bind up her palm and found, magically, a scarf, held ready in her right hand, pale blue and patterned with skulls. Such soft, fine material. She tied it closely around the wound and held her arm up across her chest. Keep the wound elevated. She recognised the scarf, but it wasn't hers. Two Ruths in her head now. One who knew what to do with an injury and a silk scarf, then this other dullard still trying to work out where she was. The dullard needed more information. What could she see? Shattered crockery everywhere spread across the tiles between the upturned chairs, flashes of knives and teaspoons, the glitter of broken glass and food. The dam broke, and her memories came in a rush. <laughs>